0: The Red Room Theater, Episode 84, Flatliners. <laughs> Nanny! <laughs> <laughs> Nanny! Up here, up here! Look up here, look up here! Lip balm? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I never got that. The whole I'm like, lip out the hell. All right, welcome to the Red Room Theater. We're on. <laughs> awesome. Keep it going. Watch movies. We love movies. We were raised by movies. We're your hosts, Ernest Tallanese and Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. How that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talking about the movie Flatliners and how it taught us. It taught us kind of stay far away from God. And uh, everybody sucks. <laughs> Everybody's got skeletons. Uh, did you notice what Oliver Platt said in the car? What? He goes, man, I'm glad I didn't go under, because I would have woke up to my <laughs> old babysitter mad at me for eating half of her sandwich. <laughs> That's like the worst thing he did And hey, listen, like... listen, listen, listen. I want to say something right now about that. I was dating a girl once, and I asked her if she wanted a sandwich from like Arby's. She said no. I ordered myself a stinking... I, ordered, I wanted to be good. I ordered myself a stinking... I didn't order the big roast beef. I ordered the, like, the medium roast beef, right? The regular? Regular, yep. I order it. Order. I, didn't up, I, didn't up, I didn't upgrade my fries or nothing, okay? Man, she must have been special. No, so, no, this is just for me. She didn't want nothing. She said she didn't want it. I offered to buy for it. She didn't want it. We get, we get to Scott Taylor's house, get a plate out, get my fries. I like having a plate. I eat my fast food like it's... You get fast food, but then you take your time. Fast food, like it's good food. I you like, want to look at it and take in the ambiance. <laughs> I put ketchup on my plate, you're, you're, dude. You, you, you made it like that roast beef sandwich has got pheromones, <laughs> dude. That's uh, Arby's presented by Fabergé. No, but... <laughs> but um, I sit down, dude, and I'm not looking. I put it all down on the table. You probably have the most satisfied look on you. If you're like, mm. I go and get something. She grabs my sandwich <gasps> and eats like uh takes a big ol' like a quarter of the sandwich bite out of it, and she's what giggling, f- giggling about it, and I'm like, "Never again!" I never, never dated after that. That was it. That was the end. She ate my sandwich. So, Albert Platt, dude, you suck, dude. <laughs> I would have, I would have literally got on my phone and I would have pulled up the scene on Jay and Silent Bob's Bob Strike Uh Fast food makes girls fart. <laughs> <laughs> this donut was right. <laughs> Okay, so, um, welcome to Flatbusters. Dude, that pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm so bad, speaking of food. (laughs) We know what our weakness is. Uh, If I take a girl on a date to the movies. This is true. This is the gospel truth. I will be like, listen, baby, you look so good tonight. You smell good. Anything you want from the concession. Anything you want. I'll buy it whatever your heart desires, candy, uh, drink, popcorn. But if you say you don't want anything, this ain't sweet time to share a popcorn. Our hands are going to touch. I don't want no greasy, salty hand touching my hand. I, a, a large popcorn at the movie theater is the exact amount of that I need to get me through this movie. <laughs> and when when you reach over, you start take, shoveling popcorn out of my, my stinking thing. Guess who's getting the refill? <laughs> <laughs> dude, listen, we've gone to the movies, dude, and I, I'll be there late, or maybe I'll just... I don't have much money, so, like, we'll go <laughs> that much money. You didn't, well, aren't you the one that paid for a movie ticket and pennies at the Waterford Theater? dinner? Thanks, <laughs> <day> right? <laughs> but uh, I'll Today I'm like, i will going reach over get a, get a handful, and you give me this look like... like <laughs> Marcellus Wallace, give me a look over there, dude. <laughs> dude it's just <laughs> like when you're bent over. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go medieval on a um, <laughs> This is between us, fool. <laughs> but, um, so, um, Flatliners was released August 10th, 1990. 1990. 1990. This is, we're kids. Literally almost 30 years old. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. A year from August is 30 years. Oh my gosh, yeah. it is. Now, has a 48% Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Which is low score. But listen, 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 here's the problem with Rotten Tomatoes. It's a relatively new site, right? Yes. Okay, now what they don't take, they they watch the movie and they take it for what it is. They don't take it for when it came out and how revolutionary it was. Exactly. Ah uh, jeez. <laughs> but um get up off of that thing. It's 48%, but listen, the new one, the new Flatliners that came out. They re- better had 13%. Had four. Good. 4%. I didn't make a movie. Finally, something I can relate to. Um, I think Butterfly Effect <laughs> 2 had six. <laughs> <laughs> now, directed by Joel Schumacher, who, even though he's got kind of a... Uh, he's, he has some big misses. He The guy single-handedly killed the Batman franchise. Yeah, but I tell you what, I don't know why... Big actors sign up for these movies, dude. Eight millimeter was him. Was amazing. That's a movie that was we'll never that got... the nineteen ninety nine or ninety eight class movie. That was the nineteen ninety eight class movie. Eight what millimeter. is wrong? Do, you, do they did they watch it? They I don't know why. It was sick, bro. This guy did the Lost. did the Lost Boys. He did a Time to Kill. A Time to Kill. Mm. Watching that again. I don't love the ending. You no, know, imagine it was white. Like I, I don't get like... out of here. But the movie for that was a good. Samuel Jackson's unbelievable in that. Yeah, film. kill him! I they burn in hell, <laughs> dude. It's crazy. That, that 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 performance is so legendary. Like Dave Chappelle, I mean, literally just oh, yeah. killed. He just crushed it. Um, but Schumacher made this movie, and he's made some good movies in his life. Okay, this movie was nominated for Academy Award uh, for Best Sound Effects Editing, but it loses to The Hunt for Red October. So once again, <laughs> Willie Baldwin loses to his big brother. <laughs> What else did he lose on Sliver? No, just his life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. just yeah, At least he, listen, who's better? Billy Baldwin or Stephen Baldwin? This Baldwin or, 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 Bill, or this one or Stephen? Yeah. This is William Baldwin. Billy Baldwin, dude, come on. I'm going Stephen, dude. Why, because of Biodome? <laughs> or because of Threesome? <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. No, because because he was in. What, well, because most, he's a Jesus freak skateboarder now? Usual suspects. Oh, yeah. Him and Del Toro were incredible together. <laughs> uh, English, please? That was English. Fun, like, hey, my... <laughs> me, I gotta funny. edit this dude. that's funny because all the guys are just laughing they're in the lineup just laughing <clears throat> literally um, that scene they all kick it up i trying to do this scene. I bet that was real yeah it was straight up real dude <laughs> now the plot of this film the plot of <coughs> Flatliners if you've never seen this let me sell it to you right now here's the selling point of this movie oh dude it's medical students who for different reasons want to, they want to cross the final frontier. They want to know, for different reasons, what's on the other side of death. Is there anything there? And that's the plot. They want to just, they want to walk across that line and come back to tell about it. That's the point of the movie. Medical students who have a great knowledge of of medicine, the human body, biology, uh, what death does to the brain, the heart. They want to go underneath. They want to bring it back. That's the plot. And this movie is done kind of like a, a horror movie, but also like a, um, a thriller at the same time. Yeah? Uh, yeah. The Weird Kids. It scared us, dude. Oh, dude, it scared me bad. You know movie I, because of Flatliners, you know what movie I tried to watch, but it, it was so bad I had to turn it off? What? Jacob's Ladder. It's exactly you know, that came in the same year as this. I tried because for some reason it, it reminded me of Flatliners. It, it very and much. And then does. I realized that Rosie from Obamba and stinking uh Shawshank Timothy Robbins. Yep. Tim Robbins was in it. I was like, man, this might be good. I, I couldn't make it. I did I about hear half the an hour. Ending dude. is good, but I, I couldn't make it either. Man. Now, you watch it again after 20 years, how's it hold up? Better. Better than I remember. Because I understand it now. You know what? As a kid. I was too young to watch it. As a kid, I was just scared. I want to know what happened. And I didn't understand how, and I still kind of don't understand how, like, Kiefer gets through his, his portion. Like, what happens in, in his soul and stuff, how the tree, like, I, I don't get it. I don't think he really changes. Bacon did. Dude. Bacon did huge. Huge. That scene was rough. We'll get to all that, dude. Okay. I think the movie's better now because I'm older. I can understand the themes. Um, and you know well, what? Plus, you're way smarter. I'm looking at these guys like, you guys are geniuses. They're medical students. Right. Top medical students. Did you hear how they curve the grade? That, dude, I had, That's horrifying, listen, dude. I had one class like it's that. It's not based on your performance, it's based on everybody else's. That's right. Um, I had a, we had a teacher in Moody who graded on a perfect bell curve, which means the same amount of students that pass fail. So you're not competing against the test or the right answers, you're competing against your fellow student. That's unreal. So if everyone gets an A, the lowest A is going to fail. It's brutal. How is that possible? So you didn't study with other people because you didn't want to help them because you needed to do well yourself to get the grade. Why mm-hmm. do they do that? Because they it, can't have a, a certain number passing. I, I think. What is this, men of honor? You can't have a black dude passing the thing. It's <laughs> program, program. I don't. <laughs> I don't know why they do it. But dude, I remember one one of my teachers definitely definitely did that. Um, so, what class was it for? Systematic theology. I don't know what the hell you just said. It's straight up. uh, I would say, don't worry, guys. I'll take care of the opposite end of the spectrum. (laughs) But uh, okay, let's get into the cast. That's a plot. Let's get into the cast. This insane cast is not the brat pack. It's not. But these guys are all kind of '90s phenoms in their own right. I mean, Kiefer, Julia, Bacon are all monsters. Those three alone are strong actors and actresses. Like Julia Roberts, this is this year when she makes this movie. The same year Pretty Woman comes out. Ooh, are This you is the serious? year she becomes the highest paid actress in Hollywood. This is the year she goes from stinking, uh, she goes from a uh, uh, ensemble cast in, in uh, Sweet Magnolias. <laughs> after this, after stinking this movie, she's in the stratosphere lead woman by herself from an comedy. Uh, probably highest paid woman in history. Straight up. Now. Let's go to Let's Julia first, Dr. Rachel McManus, okay? What's your favorite Drew Roberts movie, do you think? Um... Uh, to be honest, I hated Pretty Woman. What? I didn't like it. Uh, it made me not feel about half, half, uh, bad about half my woman that I've dated. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. It's just a stupid. I thought it was good. I just didn't... It was I just, didn't think it was as good as everybody else thought it was. People, Okay, you know, I saw it after it came out. Because I'm, I'm a 10-year-old kid, I'm a pretty woman. But by the time I saw it, everyone was talking so big about it, I see it. I'm like 20, and I'm like, I don't get it. Um, so I, I don't love that. But my favorite probably is going to be, honestly, man, it's hard. I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to go with Ocean's Eleven. Okay, she that's, was that's so, tied for first. She was so mean to George Clooney. I loved how cold and mean she was to him. The dialogue was so because sharp. He her. Dude, he he, he thinking, killed her soul, dude, of course. He, he comes in there, and she's just... They're trading barbs back and forth. She, she's toe-to-toe, as smart and as strong as he is. I love that scene. Just her in that movie, I love her in that. She's, she's great in that. Um, my favorite is Conspiracy Theory. That's my number two, dude. With Mel Gibson. That movie is unbelievable. Unreal. But my honorable mention is her performance in The Mexican... Was fantastic. That movie is a surprising it's film. so good. The turns I are... I love how she's watching the Spanish soaps, and he's like, babe, you don't even speak Spanish. Oh, she's like, love transcends languages. <laughs> you don't need to speak the language to understand the pain. of am day. dude, like, dang. I've still this day never seen the Mexican, for I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I walk into... The Sims compound, the Hidden Hollows tree farm. I, w- I walk in the door. This is the place that looks like the Budweiser commercial in the winter time. Straight up, I walk in there, and there's a gr- bunch of young adults, all like, uh, like like college students, all watching a they movie. They went for the, the they went for the easy joke. <laughs> no, no. Listen, listen. Here it is. They're, watching, they're turning a the movie on, and I poke look, 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 look my head down, and everyone's like, "Ernest Stokes." they all know me at like this time. I've been up there uh, for a few months now. Everyone knows me. I'm out of school, so because I failed out, remember? I'm, it's at that time of my life. So I walk to the kitchen to Bob. Me and Bob are talking. Everyone watching a movie downstairs. I'm not interested, because I, I came there to see Bob. Well, Angie walks out of the downstairs. I walk, I see her come up around the corner. I see her walk down the hallway and come sit down with us. And I hear the movie starting, and someone says... I hear someone pause it, and someone yells out, I think it's a guy that might have liked her. And he goes, hey, Ange, you coming back to watch this movie? And she goes, and dude, this is be the beginning of all things. She goes, no thanks. I prefer this Mexican of that one. Wow. And I'm like, okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> That's bold. Dude, it was bad to the bone. Whoa. And I noticed it, because I'm just like, I'm better than that Brad Pitt guy, shoot. <laughs> That's... That's a uh, hold your head up I... dude. Right I was, I was like, like, dang, okay, it's on. <laughs> Come oh. on in, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, good. You know, so, Drew Roberts has had a great hey, career. You know what? I tell you what, she definitely got three great movies. I, I D- tell she's you that. got three you great know what I'm movies, she, man. I was telling, uh I was telling uh, Vogel, Adam Vogel's. Uh, Good friend of ours, well, a good friend of mine. He loves the podcast, and I was telling him, "Yeah, we do this thing called the Greatness Test." And I told him about uh, what's his name? <laughs> the only one in Red <laughs> Room Dennis Quaid, that didn't make it. I, sorry, I know um the Mercy Me movie should have brought him over the top, but it didn't. <laughs> I Just watched the tomorrow again. I'm like, you ain't in it, baby. You ain't in it. <laughs> he's not, dude. <laughs> Poor, Poor guy. guy. He'll he'll be the only celebrity to call in because he's pissed. <laughs> i am um, <laughs> like, now you're great because you called us. Uh, but Judy Roberts has, you know, and she's still making good movies. Even She's day. awesome, dude. She used to make that movie, Ben is Back, I'm Afraid to Watch It. Oh, man. It's about a, her son is an addict, comes back from rehab, and how she loves him so much she, like, overlooks all the stuff he's doing in, in, in his life. And the other kids don't like him because they see how the mom just bends over backwards. To yeah, just wait, wait till you watch uh, Beautiful Boy. I don't know which one would be worse. Uh, I'm I want to watch Ben's back just just to tell you which one's worse. Now, in this movie, Judy Roberts, her motivation for wanting to go and see death is probably the only the most beautiful of everybody's. Sh- it's it's pure. It's like uh, it's not it's not tainted with selfishness. No, no. Like Kiefer wants fame. Mm-hmm. Kevin is for Kevin, philosophy. Kevin's uh, for his ego. No, Bacon wants to go because he wants to prove there's no God. That's not egotistical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wants to prove because he things that are stupid. So Kiefer wants to be famous. And he wants he he wants to be the first. He wants the, the yeah. fame. And uh Baldwin wants the fame, but also he wants the power. Um and then Kevin Bacon. Roberts, Are we even going to give Oliver Platt any love? Over we're going to give some Platt some love. But see again, Judy Roberts wants to go because her dad, when she was a little girl, died and she wonders if he's okay. And she. I thought she wanted to because of the old people she, she deals with that she really loves and cares that about. That's part of it. She wants to give them comfort, but also she wants to know for her own personal self is my father at peace? Her story is there, insane. Is there something on the other side of life? Is he okay? Is he happy? Is his, because he, you find out later on in the movie, spoiler alert. This movie, the way it's built, is everyone goes underneath the flat line, okay? Except for Oliver. They go, land, they, they basically, they use the paddles to stop the human heart, mm-hmm. which that will happen. You know what's insane? I didn't realize that they use it to kill you and to bring you back. Yes. That's insane. That's why if they do that accident, that's back, it'll kill you dead. That's why I don't do electrical work anymore. Straight up, dude, straight up. It will stop your heart. So they literally, they have a blanket to keep you warm, and they start off at a minute and a half. Start off a minute and a half. A minute and a half. 90 seconds. They put Kiefer down. And everyone that does this, when they die and they come back, brought back with, you know, um, CPR, they brought back with thinking the paddles, brought back with drugs, they bring you back with all this stuff they do, people start manifesting their past in their present lives. And it's scary because you don't know what's happening at first. Like, you know, like you, you to put together the whole movie, like, what's Kiefer's dark secret? What's Kevin's dark secret? What's Julia Roberts' dark secret? And you start to see what happens to people that has it affects their lives. And um, Julia goes under to find out if her dad's okay. And you see her story that her dad came home from the war. He was a hero. Mm-hmm. Beloved. But he was a heroin addict. Because he couldn't deal with reality. He couldn't deal with being in the real world. And he killed himself. And, she, and the mom laid that crap on her. What a B. What'd she say? It's your, your fault. fault. It's your fault. Dude, I've heard this. What? That parents will tell I've heard divorces. I've heard parents say to their kids, it's your fault we got divorced. And a kid will carry that their entire lives, dude. Man, if you if you say something like that to your kid, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Straight up, dude. That ain't dude. That's sorry, man. You can't put adult things on. T- you can't put a. What does he say? You can't keep a good, good dog, dog down. down. Bow wow wow wow. <laughs> you're so <stupid. laughs> man. You were there. Um, <laughs> we saw once a dad yelling at a kid. I mean, what kid was three, four? Saying you gotta like I'm stressed. You gotta calm down. This kid's four. This kid doesn't understand. Who's this? You remember that? I'll tell you after, after the podcast. Dang, dude. kids. give mean, kids can't. Was it? Yeah. Ah, oh, what a dick. <laughs> of course he said that. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> what a he's a he's the kid. <laughs> so Julia goes underneath because she wants to know: Is there heaven? Then you have Kiefer. Let's go. He's and he's the he's the main is the leader, man. He, he begins as the leader, but at the end of the movie, Kevin, Kevin becomes yeah, a leader. Because yeah. he's the moral compass. Yeah. Kiefer is Kiefer's so like selfish. like a mad scientist, dude. He's like like, he goes off the deep end, man. He's like Frankenstein. Yeah, he is. It's his experiment. It's his name, his glory. So much so, he doesn't warn any of his friends of the side effects. That Oof. when you go under, you bring your own hell back with you. You bring the darkness back when you come back, which is kind of horrifying. Just let <laughs> The darkness, dude. Guitar! <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? I was reading some notes for this film, and the writer of this movie did some research, and it's kind of scary to talk about this. We might as well go here right now. You're the one who's got a sleeper. I know. We're in my basement recording this right now. The dungeon, it is a dungeon. Dude. So stinking, they always like, these... looks like where Vogel records his Instagram videos. <laughs> they always stinking. Um, they do all these, all these people die, and they do um, testimonials. What happened if you died? People Testimony. come back. Testimony. And people who died naturally always talk about the, the, the tunnel. The t- like the tunnel is in multiple the countries. Light yep, the bright. Light. It's in multiple countries, multiple just across cultures. There's just talk about a bright light in a tunnel. But suicides, oof! They don't—they will they survive their suicides. They don't describe a tunnel; they describe a darkness, and like just stopping right there—that's some crazy stuff, dude. That's insane. Like, I, I so these guys are going across, and bring, so Kiefer goes across because he wants—you know—he wants to unlock the truth in some ways, medical truth. He said, "What did he say? Religion failed us, philosophy failed us." It's time for us as doctors to find the answers to life after death. Is there more? But after he goes in the first, down the first time, it's about him. He becomes a mad scientist. And he's also going crazy because his past is manifesting in reality. Um, and his past is beating him up. Well, that's because he's a dog, dude. Now, Kiefer, he plays a really good piece of crap. He's a, first of all, this dude is an actor, man. Holy crap. He's had some performances, like The Vanishing. Oh, I, I forgot mean, about that one. I he's had some movies where the acting is, it bl- blows your Dude, how much of a sick, twisted individual was he in Stand By Me, dude? Wow. Scary. This dude can act. And in this movie, I think he lost his mind. He loses it. He like, comes unraveled. Oof. The long night staying awake, scared of everything. Locking the doors and putting a blanket on and staring at the front door just because he's freaked out about his past sins coming. That's crazy, man. Kiefer, uh, he, time to kill. He was horrifying. I forgot that he was the KKK dude. Dude, he was.
1: And Whoa. Samuel
0: hides in the closet, put him down in the second courtroom. No, he puts down his brothers. <gasps> You're right. Well, that's why he gets the chapter. You're to come right. To town. You're right. Um, he also is, of course, in Lost Boys. Oh my gosh! He was, he's with Oliver Platt in Three Musketeers. That was a great movie. It's That'd really fun. Chris it's that a really fun one. Awesome. <laughs> Oliver Platt is—I'm probably the only person in the world that will say this—but he's got—he's—he's he's great, in my opinion. He's, he's got him. three great movies. <laughs> I don't know. About that. We should do Oliver Platt greatness tonight. Okay, okay I'll well, fight you on well, it. <laughs> I got three right now. I, I've got one. I've got three. Okay, well, good show? So Kiefer plays the, he, he has to go under because he wants to make a name for himself. Yeah, William Baldwin. Okay, he goes in next. He's a dog dog. Hey, listen, the other people did things when they were younger. This guy is doing stuff in his present life that are, is awful and wretched. He's engaged to be married. That twisted the whole thing, dude. And he, like he's, this is like the love of his life. And he has no shame that oh. he's out there betting women all the time in his college and filming everyone. And unvoluntarily filming. They, don't, they have no idea that he's got cameras taped up and stinking. And he's telling them all the lines, how he loves them, I've never felt this way about a woman before, all the lines that wolves tell. I'm not, I'm not trying to hit on you, but dude, like, all this the dude's lines. a stinking man. And when he comes All the back, lines that all the ladies fall for. He comes back and starts seeing his but videos. But here's the thing, though: he's a stud. He's a premed. Yep. He's smart. Gonna be rich. He, I mean, he's he's got the stinking game. He's a, he's a. But he he's a is sorry willing much. to use any means to get with a girl. That poor girl who had who had a near experience. He uses her near experience to just to be a predator for her. Remember that? Mm-hmm. She almost died, and he's like, "I almost died too." Uses that as his way in to get with her. He is a dog. There's plenty of these guys out there. Oh, dude. And when he goes under, he comes back there and starts seeing the girls he's done wrong. He starts seeing his videos all over the place on TVs and monitors. He's, it's, it's driving him nuts. He's scared. He'll put his eye up to the video camera to film, and in the camera he'll see. be the girl, yeah, the girl's face. And they're talking to him in the movie. They're talking back at him like, I trusted you. Why'd you do this to me? It's, in his apartment, there's a drawer with dozens of tapes with names (laughs) on them of girls that he's done this to. Like, it's unbelievable. That's, his, his his story's crazy. Crazy. And you know what? What he, like, what he loses is pretty, he loses his fiancee. Oh, yeah. She, she, she calls her, he's all messed up, tells her nothing. She comes to see him because she's worried about him because she's a good girl. Finds his tapes, and she's Audi 5,000, dude. Man, and she's like the only thing in his life that's got structure that keeps him grounded, that can like help him. Yep. What an idiot. That's what he gets, man. And he's like, that didn't mean anything. The, the, no, those women didn't mean anything. She's like, the fact that you could do that. Right, the fact that you can, you can turn off your sinking heart. And expose these. Use them and keep the evidence. Mm -hmm. For like, he never had a bad felt bad. Like I'm going to destroy this because this ain't right. He's had it for. Oh, those are trophies. It's exact, dude. That's exactly what they are, Tony. No shit. That's why I said it. I'm just saying that's really smart, dude. They're (laughs) trophies, and he doesn't want them go because he's proud of what he's done. Yeah. Somewhere inside of him, there's a pride in his own evilness. All dogs go to heaven, man. And he brings that hell back with him. Then you have Bacon, Doctor David. The smartest and most potential of all of them. He he's expelled in the first scene of the early in the movie. He's expelled because he saved somebody's life. Somebody, he's, he's a resident. He's not a doctor. He's yeah. not a doctor yet. He's in school. I think He's in graduate studies of some kind, and someone comes in that's dying. He just does it himself, and he gets expelled for it. And he's walking away, but he shows up because he, these are his friends. He's afraid they're going to die if he doesn't show up. He's become. He literally holds the crew together when Kiefer goes nuts. Mm-hmm. But Bacon is an avowed atheist, and he. Oh, the whole point of him doing anything is to prove there's no God. He goes under because like, you guys are just making this up. You're filling the blank with with. You're filling. You want there to be something so bad after death. You're making crap up. So he goes under to show them they're full of crap, but brings something back with him. That scene when he's on the subway and she's giving him the business, that was. Like he's even thrown off. He's like, like smiling. Like, can I help you? Like, and she's tearing into him, dude. And, he's looking, around, he's, looking, and he's looking at. And he's look at everybody because you're embarrassed. To be yelled like to be talked down to in a public place. But it's this little girl, and she's just giving yelling at him, calling this, every name in the man. book. And dude, it shows what Kevin Bacon did. He when he was younger. Him and the stinking bunch of cool kids. Just with all this girl, she was ugly. That. That killed me, dude. That poor little girl, Listen, and she's crying, and she's this pretty little girl with her things in her hair, and they're just giving her the business, man. That, dude, that happens. I wanted to bust his stinking eye, dude. It happens, kids. How about are man? Rule. How about when he went to her, and she told her daughter to go inside, because Kevin Bacon decides, listen, we gotta confront these past sins. He's the one that says we gotta make it right. We gotta yeah. we need forgiveness. We have to go to the people we've wronged and make these things right. This this woman is grown, married, she has got a little daughter of her own. Kevin Bacon drives out there to see her. She's like, who the heck are you? She knows exactly who he is. She's acting like she don't remember. She sends her daughter away, dude, and she looks at him and she's like and it all came back. And she just says, I'm not that ugly little girl anymore. And I'm like, you bastard, you. And he's like, you were never ugly. I'm just like, dude, I want to stink and drag you outside. If I was her, I would have called that husband back in there. But look, listen to what this punk did. And he would have beat Kevin Bacon's ass, dude. Dude, but you know what? He asked T- her. You know what? It took a man to do that, though. He's like, "Somebody say, like, does it matter that I came here or something? She goes, it does. Mm-hmm. She thanked him for coming out there. That part, though, when they were bringing around the Rosie and her and dogging her, that killed me, dude. Dude, if you ever saw WK, would you say sorry to him if you were saw him I, again? You know, there's two people that I've tried to track down on Facebook the last, like, five years. Are you serious? Two people. I know both of their first and last names, that I've been trying to find them. Just to say? Just to say, dude, you can't keep a good dog <laughs> down. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, I just want to be like, look, dude. I am the worst person in the world. You still can't beat my ass, but I'm sorry. (laughs) There's two guys that really, that haunt me, dude. There's like two, there's two instances in my head that I've done that were like, wow, I can't believe I did that, dude. I want to say this to you. One was in seventh grade, one was in eleventh grade. (laughs) I'm glad you feel regret about that, dude. Of course I feel regret. I I'm just a saying, monster, dude. I'm just saying, William Baldwin didn't feel regret. Dude, I and hit a squirrel and I and cried for three weeks <laughs> talking about, it. I got a heart. <laughs> some people don't feel, some people take their stuff they've done, they put it down, they push it down, don't even, Bacon didn't remember what he had done until it came back for him. Didn't even remember it until it came back for him. William Baldwin did that, didn't feel bad at all for what he was doing. Not at all. The only time he felt bad is when he lost something. Yes, when he got caught is when he felt bad, which is like most people. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have our boy, <laughs> Oliver Platt. He's the man. He's the only guy doesn't go under. Oliver Platt is—he's comic relief, dude. He's great. He's—he's he's a great doctor, great guy. He's just—he's an innocent dude. He's just—he's like the rated PG dude of the bunch. He he's like the John Marsh of the crew, dude. He's talking into his microphone all the time, just like keeping track. And he's like trying to talk to his his whole career in that microphone. He's, he's funny. He's sweet. He's just a good guy. <laughs> and he's, he's just hanging out with these stinking idiots, <laughs> dude. It's crazy because they're all nuts. They're nuts, dude. He's just I, part of the crew because he's one of these. Like you know, he's a pre med, a doctor. He's one of the guys. Okay, so here it is. Does Oliver Platt? Does Oliver Platt have three great films? Dude, I don't think he gets three. He's usually is a side character. He usually is a part of an ensemble. I don't know if he has three films that will last the test of time. And you want to do this, guy. He might, he might, he might join Dennis Quaid as the only guy to not be a great actor in our podcast. So here's the, here's the rules. Here's the rules. We ask the question, does an actor have three films that will stand the test of time? Three films that our kids' kids will watch that we that are bigger than culture, bigger than the year they came out, Bigger, it's just a movie that is good, that, a movie that's great. So I have one. I've got three right now. Okay. What well, I'm saying... I've got three and an honorable listen, listen, mention. He's in a film that I can't wait to show my kids someday, X-Men First Class, with Kevin Bacon! That's, well, that, that's your great? Because that movie... Is what really introduces a lot of people to, um, what's his name? Inglorious Bastards. He does the wrong the wrong numbering. Oh, Fassbender? That's Fassbender <sighs> is Magneto in that film. The opening sequence. Fassbender's unbelievable. With Fassbender's unbelievable. hunting Nazis in that film, I could have a whole movie of Magneto hunting Nazi war criminals. That would be a great, stinking movie. It would be amazing. Because that scene was unbelievable. Mm. And Platt is in that movie. And that movie is a great film. That movie saved the X Men franchise. It's the, it might be the best in the entire series. X Men First Class. You got mine. Ready? What do you got? Digstown. He's James Woods' main man. That's a James Woods' partner. He's amazing in that movie. Digstown. Tell me that's not going to live it's, forever. That movie gets no love. My kids will watch it someday. Bro, that movie. It's okay, okay, no love. Is it me or is boxing making a comeback? Do you think it is? It absolutely is. No way. We just had one of the biggest heavyweight fights in the last fifteen years. No, boxing is making a comeback. the The world is getting oversaturated with the UFC right now. It's getting so oversaturated that now the new big thing is bare knuckle boxing. You're right, but <clears throat> prize fighting is making a comeback. Well, good for good for the WBC, dude. But um, <clears throat> Digstown is up there with any boxing movie, dude. It's not Lewis Gossett Jr. He's man. amazing. What we'll time you pick me up? He's amazing in that movie. Who I don't know the guy's name who plays opposite of James Woods, older Bruce Dern. It's Bruce Dern. bro. Bruce Dern is it's really fantastic, good. Dude, when he stinking, <laughs> oh man, when he stinking smacks his son, and then he tries to come back for more, and Lewis Gossett catches his hand, and he looks at the dude who that who Bruce Dern had killed, his brother. And he goes, "Hey, bro, man." My hand hurts. Want to take care of this for me? And Brewster's like, oh my God, that big dude's like, butt down! Dude. Town, fantastic. That is a... I'm not going to argue with you. That movie, I want to watch it right now. I want to watch it right now and enjoy my life. I got another one you can't debate. I mean... He's counsel. He's counsel with McConaughey in Time to Kill. Yes, he is. Time to Kill is one of the all-time great that, courtroom dramas me of that, all time. That wouldn't be huge today. Dude, I love courtroom dramas, and a time to kill is one of the best. And then, of course, you got Flatliners. Flatliners is a great movie, dude. But I think the three we got, I think, I think Time to Kill, that movie, definitely is a great film that my kids will watch because it's such a great film about race relations, a great courtroom drama. Performances for days out of everyone mm-hmm. is bringing their aid game that movie. Yeah. Everyone, remember when Platt shows up to the burnt down house to tell McConaughey, You gotta drop this case, dude. I remember that scene. He's like, You're losing your wife. Yep, you're about to have an affair. Yes, you're gonna get killed. Was it Sandra in that? Yes, that's right, Sandra. That movie is packed with dude. talent. Okay, tell me, to, Platt ain't the, the time man to in kill. Movie. Yes, Expert First Class. Yes, and Digstown Oliver Platt. You're great. Dude. Welcome to the party, baby. Welcome to the great club. Welcome to the party. And you know what? For honorable mention, movies dumb as all get out. Lake Placid. <laughs> Lake Placid he is so he, stupid. He tells the cop, I'm a black belt boba, and he smashes him in the face. And then honorable like goes, You're supposed to say go. Like, what the hell? The movie's so easy. Who was the main person in Lake Placid? That was uh, Stinking. What's his name? The place, the president, Independence Day. It was Bill Pullman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Bridget Fonda, dude. It's Bridget. And the stinking cop is the guy um, from Gangs in New York, the big redheaded dude. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. Riley? No. <gasps> Brendan Gleason? Now, is he the guy from 28 Days Later? Is he the guy from In Bruges? Oh, what the hell you just said? <laughs> What's the guy's name? Um, Brendan Gleason? He's the guy, he's the guy who, who uh, goes for mayor and yes. uh Brandon Gleason. Guy goes for mayor and, and gets killed by the butcher. He's at that stick with the stick with the notches in it? Yes. See this one? That's you. Yes. He's the cop. He's I, the main cop? And that you know what that movie, what that movie is? That Lake Placid, you know what we we can be forever grateful for Lake Placid for? It brought back Betty White. It did, too. It br- it, it literally, this now... Is the, this <laughs> is the part where if I had a dick, I'd tell you in a second. And the cat's like, what the... <laughs> crap? Betty White. Well, it's either that one or The Proposal brought her back, too. No, she was already back when The Proposal came yeah, out. Yeah, I think, I think this is the movie that brought her back. It really did, dude. She was in everything, and she was perverted and funny and everything. Did it kill her husband, too? Yeah, and she never told on it. <laughs> that was so... The movie was so She's, stupid. They're like, you stay put... And blah blah blah, and she's like, "Okay, officer, shit." And they're like, <laughs> oh, "I'm looking at her, like, what?" <laughs> I gotta write down the timestamp so I know <laughs> when to edit this. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh. Is that why you put the time up? Yes, dang it, dude! <laughs> you stupid mug. <laughs> <monk. laughs> she, she she was great, but I is Platt not great? Platt, dude, dude I can't <laughs> believe he made. It. I can't believe Platt. This just is a testament to. Uh, poor Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Quaid. I'm going to add Oliver Platt on this and see if he gives us some love, dude, for the podcast. He's amazing. Um, okay, so, is a movie, the plot. So, everyone goes under. Everyone brings crap back. And Kevin's the first guy to... Wait, first of all, the opening, act one of this movie is fantastic. Wait, you start meeting meet all the characters. Well, if you first meet for uh, walking around... Oh, the introduction of the characters is he's genius. like... It's a good day to die. You're like what? The? And then it's the the mood. Everyone's like, and everyone knows what's going on. So instead of just building something for us to watch, we're thrown in. We don't know what's going on. You know what's awesome I like about, that. You know what's awesome about this movie is even though it's 1990, it has a very 90s feel to it. Yes, yeah. it like, does. It doesn't feel like 1990. It feels like 94. And Schumacher makes this film. It's very stylized. Like, the, like there, there's no alley in the world I, lit do, that way. There's I, no alleys lit that way in the world. I even love the stinking truck that Kevin Bacon's rolling around in, dude. That truck is incredible. It's awesome. The cheap thing? The only thing that pisses me off was he smashed the window out when he could have just went around the back and <laughs> flipped in the flap. I know, I do. I know, I know, dude. I know. Um, but, uh, stinking. So they all go under. Kiefer, when he was younger, him and some guys. We're throwing rocks at some but, some 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 loser in a tree, and the kid fell a tree and he died. The thing was, it wasn't a loser. He was just like a nerdy kid. Nerdy kid. He was just probably different. And the thing is, and it was him and his dog. His dog was probably his only friend. They chased him through the stinking field. The kid, poor kid, climbs a tree. The dogs barking. They stinking. Now, does he break a branch on the way down? Is that what hit branch? The dog? Hits the dog. Yeah, he's okay. falling. So they the- kill him and the dog. Like, dude. And he go Kiefer goes away. He goes into uh, juvie. That's right, because he's like, hasn't I, haven't I paid my price? Yep. He gets taken out of his house and gets put. That's why he's stinking crazy. Then you have I forgot about that William Baldwin sleeping with all those girls, loses his fiance. But you know he doesn't learn. I don't think he it's like he doesn't learn. No, because he doesn't apologize to anybody. No. At least Kiefer made made uh, peace. He went. He made peace in that. How many minutes was he dead for? He went into death to make peace. Yeah. Which he didn't care if he came back. No, he he just wanted to go there. He wanted to have stinking closure in his life. Yes. Kevin Bacon went to the girl, said sorry, got forgiveness and atonement, which is a it's, it's big deal. Julie Roberts, too, man. Hers oh, was listen, beautiful. That one's crazy, because for a while, she thinks he's trying to terrorize her, but he's come to say it's okay. Yeah. And he... He it's
1: it's how many sad, people?
0: Dude. How listen, I'm, 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 I'm going to mention your guy right now. What's the name of your guys' podcast, or your Instagram show? Tell p- pimp your Instagram buddy right now. Okay, so I got a, a good friend of mine that I grew up with. His name's Adam Vogel. Um, he is the fourth. What is how do you say this? The fourth dimension. All the fourth dim, dimension almond. The fourth, The okay. Give it here. Okay. Laser Daddy. Oh, yeah, that's the... That's the uh, L-A-Z-R Daddy. Laser Daddy is him, and he has a show called The Four Dimension, A-L-M-A-N, Almond. Um, so, Laser Daddy, L-A-Z-R Daddy. And he does a show, a video game show, where he drinks Natty Daddy beer... Would you say it's the grossest beer of all time? It's, it's pretty bad, but i drink one with him to show respect. <laughs> <laughs> but he drinks his beer, plays video games, and just laughs about having has a good time with life. And you know what? He gave us some love on his podcast, and I, I just want to give him love back. Um, but listen, you told me this episode where he talks to his beer, Natty Daddy. Like, it's his daddy, right? Yeah, it's hilarious. And asks ask, like, ask for counsel for, you know... I'm going to tell you something right now. That's, that's funny crap, dude. Talking it's to his so beard like it's his dad. But, <laughs> I can't, I can't. That's, that's comedy gold, dude. That's comedy gold. Oh, it's just him, and I'm dying, dude. So, i dying. You know that a lot of therapists will tell their patients to write their dead father's letters to tell how they feel? And he says, he, he, he just, I've heard they ever say that they've heard, on these retreats, they hear people wailing in their rooms writing a letter. And they, like they get finally almost, and they also say, write a letter from your father to you. And they'll, like, have these breakthroughs with the dad. Like, the, they kind of picture their father saying, I'm proud of you, or I forgive you, or all the, And that's not, that's kind of dangerous to do that. It's really, it's crazy. So, but I mean, how many people need closure, who have no closure? And Julia gets it. Yeah. This She thinks it's her fault her dad killed himself. And he looks at her, and he's a heretic addict, and he says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being an addict. I'm sorry for leaving you with your crazy mother. And they hug, and she gets all the demons in her past exercised. She didn't know how to take it at first. Like It, it was, was cry fest. Card. Yeah. It, dude, we all, dr- I've had dreams. I remember a- she was in class and they were doing the autopsies and it was her dad. Ooh, and was like, oh dude. my God. Horror movie stuff, dude. His hand falls, his has tattoo. And yeah. she's like, dude. Steakin, I've had dreams. Is there someone in my life I hurt real bad when I was in high school. Someone I really did wrong. I had a dream that this person came to me and told me they forgive me. I woke up crying, dude. Now, it's never happened in real life. But the dream Do I know the person? Yeah. Oh no. The dream felt so real. I can't believe you said WK, dude. Dang. <laughs> I gotta bring him up on the podcast. No, I gotta. Stay. I'm gonna call up Swanson and have him get his <laughs> private detective face on again. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, but they all face their their fears, they face their sins, they pay for their sins. They they touch death and it blows their lives up. So we'll come back to these themes in a minute. Let's go ahead and go to our Patreon, okay? Patreon.com slash redrum the trade. Actually give one dollar a month to make the podcast go. It, it help pay the bills. Let's expand a new territory. We're getting ready to buy um, new mics and a new uh, uh, mic panel, like uh, what do you call it? A sound, like a sound thing. I don't know. Soundboard, something something like a sound thing, okay? Um, And so that money you give helps for that. But listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. For those who give to the podcast, the shirts, the new shirts with the new design, it's printed. I'm going to the printer Monday to grab these new shirts. They're going in the mail on Monday. So all y'all who give to the podcast at the $10 level or more are getting the brand new Redrum Theater special edition T-shirt. They're insane. They're incredible. And listen, let's say you don't support the podcast at all. We're putting the new podcast up, the new, the new design up on our T-shirt store. Also, when I mail them out, I will put the new by March eleventh. No, March twelfth. By March twelfth, the new design will be available on our. Threadless t-shirt store, redrum.threadless.com. You can get our Dangina t-shirt, our Redrum t-shirt, and now in the store is going to be our Raised by Movies Rocky t-shirt. It's a beautiful shirt. It's, it's the Rocky scene. It's the city behind. It's the stairs. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a cityscape-ish. Yeah, and it's, but instead of Rocky with his arms... Remember when Rocky runs up the, the stairs, puts his arms up like a champion? Instead of Rocky, it's a little kid. A little kid in a hoodie sweatshirt. Dope, and because we were raised by movies, we wanted to be Rocky's little kids. And this movie is a shirt you can wear to rep Rocky, to rep Red Rum, and to rep your little child raised by movie heart. Do You know what you should do one day before Nesto gets too old? What? Get him a hoodie, get him a stinking beanie, get him some gloves, and get him on them steps and get a picture of him with his hands in the air. That sounds incredible. That'd be amazing, dude. That would be, be like our logo, dude. It would be incredible. And you'd be like, it holds still. <laughs> 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 we plan to do a whole series of t-shirts raised by movies. The next one's gonna blow your mind. I think we are have about by Halloween. Maybe probably before Halloween, we have a Halloween one already planned out. It's gonna be freaky deaky, yeah, baby. You know what's crazy? Halloween's only seven months away. We want to do it before then. Though. I going to do it before then. So no, I'm saying, how nuts is that, though? Oh, well, it's nuts. We're already in in March, and it's still so, cold as hell. Raised us right and raised us wrong. First raised us kind of right. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but here's the thing. As a kid watching this, I thought these people are all awful people, just terrible. Like throwing rocks at a kid. I know. The 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 they did the, the, that that girl. I was bull. I was bullied a lot in school, so I thought these guys are jerks. They're my bullies. But you know what's crazy? As you get older, you realize it's just people. Man, I'm telling you what. I, the two people I'm thinking of that I wish I could get in touch with. I'm like watching watching this movie and be like these stinking idiots. I would do this. I would do that. Man, if I went back in time and seen some of the stuff I did to these guys, I'd have beat myself up, dude. Straight up, yo. Stinking. How do you say it? We. I watch this movie, I think about my, what are my past sins? What, what have I done as a person? We are capable of horrible crap, dude. It's, it's mean. Oh my gosh. I've done some things that are like. And here's the thing about that. You gotta know you're a piece of crap. You gotta, if you don't ever learn that, you're a very dangerous and awful person. You're a liar. Damn, I hate. chill. I hate though. On social media, when someone makes a mistake out in the world, and we're all like, I would never do that, how could they? You that did crap. it last Tuesday, fool. Listen, I, I do it, him. and I'm wrong when I do it. Yeah, no, I'm you. I'm saying people that just Oh, yeah. Remember when that lady, her kid fell in the ape exhibit? Yeah. And they had to shoot the ape because the ape was going to kill that kid? Harambi. Remember, it was harambi. What would a harambi do? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, what a terrible parent. I watch my kids Listen. It can happen to anybody. Those little kids, you know what kind of stuff we got to do? Ran and run away from dude, mom, dude. I, I, in Myers once, I was trying on a hat in a mirror. I looked down and she's gone. She, in a second, she took off like a joke. And she was, and I had to call, I had to find a security guard, say I've lost my, I was in a, it's a panic. That I never want to experience ever again. Ever, 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 ever. Especially now that this dumbass show, Lost in Plain Sight, just came out. I ain't watching that. I ain't watching. that. I'm not watch watching that, that. I'll be pissed. I ain't watching the. I'm not watching the preview for that show. <laughs> but it happened. And people watch things like this and say, "I would never do that." Listen, here it is. You know, I, 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 I'm afraid to say it out loud. I'm gonna say it though. Everybody, everybody's a racist. Everybody is a piece of crap in their own way. Big, small, everyone's got some of it in their hearts. We all suck. The goal is to suck less tomorrow. Fair? So you can reach Ernesto at uh, <laughs> Red, <laughs> Red Rump Theater. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Go citychurch.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no one in this, in this thing comes out clean because no one I mean, I clean. think uh, Ernesto's glass is half empty over here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind I still got half my water left and your mind, man, it's almost gone. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying a movie like this, as a as a kid I thought people are bad. This is what happens when, this, this happens when you're a pastor and you have to deal with people on a daily basis like Ernesto has to. You see dude, the worst of everything. And you know what's crazy? People people still surprise me. I think everyone's awesome. Then people be like, ah, man, I still kidding. Too but I got a friend with today and I'm like, look at this dumbass. I'll tell you who it was. who it is. <laughs> man. Dude, I'm talking to... Uh, I, it's crazy. I mean, people do like... I mean, do crazy things, dude. Crazy, self-destructive, blow up their lives. I love when somebody uh, says... Tells me something that says, Am I a piece of crap? And I'm just like, Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you done, do you know what you just told me? <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, dude, if I flatlined, I don't want anyone to come back with me. I know two things come back with me. There's three. There's three that I can think of right now, dude. I got at least two. Oh, shit, I got 17. <laughs> I flatlining. Oh, shoot, dude. Oh, dude, that wasn't bad. You don't got to timestamp that one. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Okay, so. Rage wrong. wrong. Here's the one that really watching this. This movie asks a question, it doesn't answer the movie. This movie asks a, ask, ask a question, it doesn't answer. It does. It asks question, is there anything after life? And it's the question we all wonder. Is there something after after dying? It's a scary thing, dude. Yeah, it is. And you know what? We, as Americans, don't think about it at all. Other places in the world, all the time, people are dying. What a hell stupid I am. What? I was at Walmart on Friday. And <laughs> this lady walks by, minding her own business. And I look at her, and I'm just like... Has everybody seen this fool? I'm laughing and I'm like, "Oh, uh, she got the ash on her forehead for Lent." <laughs> oh, like <laughs> I forgot we're around that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, look at this fool guy. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> but if you go to India, Africa, South America, the Jamaican Republic, people die all the time. In America, we we have great medicine in America. We stay, we have a long lifespan. We don't face death often. And when we do, we hate it and run away from it. So yeah, we, don't t- we don't face mortality. But when we, we do face it, it's a sobering, sobering thought. Someone we love dies. All of a sudden we wonder, are they okay? Just like Sue Roberts. Where are they? Is it? And this movie asks the question of something else. And it doesn't answer the question. It, it, does, it says there's something out there, but don't mess with it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Literally, Kevin Bacon is yelling at God at one point. He's like, I'm sorry I effed you, God. Like, he's yelling at God. you're like, oh, my gosh. Then comes to realization that, uh, he's, that there's something there. <laughs> like, he's like, holy crap. But the was almost like there's something there and stay away from it. There's something yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a kid, I was cool with that. Yeah, keep it at like, arms length, dude. You want Yeah, like, like there's something over there. I'll stay over here. And I'm all, <laughs> mm-hmm. God, dude. And that's kind of the American spirituality. It's like, I believe in something. But I, I mean, you, you stay over there and I'll stay over here. And if I need you, there's gonna be a point when I need you, I'll call you. But just hang out. <laughs> Dude, and, it's and like I go uh, talk to Big Don upstairs for a while. I'm doing it's, my It's own like thing. a booty call. Like, yeah, I, it I, is. like that's crazy. Oh, damn, to- I got 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> and as a little boy, that wasn't good for me to think of God. I thought of God very much like a, I don't need him, I won't talk to him. Don't mess with Timmy once with me, I'll do my own thing. And so I, I, I believed in like there was something more, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a, it wasn't formed. It was like this, it wasn't like the force, you know, there's something. I believe there's something, but I'm just doing my thing. And so I just, I just did my life. I did my, I did me, It did it. And uh, it took me a long time to ever even think that there might be something what it could it be? I went to church. I'll tell you a little bit of my story, a little bit. When I went to church at first, dude. I didn't. I didn't believe any of it, dude. I went and I sat there, I'm like, is this stuff true? And it took me like a year, year and a half of sitting in the stinking the seats. I read almost the whole like second part of the Bible, and I'm like, is there is there something to any of this stuff? And I was afraid of being tricked, you know, but. Movies like this allowed me to, to almost, like, dodge the question for a long time. Is there something more? Because if there is something more, we probably should face it. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to go too preach on you because I... I'll say, don't get too deep in this. I'm not going to get too deep, but I'm saying the Kevin, the Kevin Bacon thing, that, that, him yelling at God. I remember as a kid watching that and, like, don't mess with them. then. Shoot. Like, yeah. leave them alone. Um, so that got a little heavy, so but I'll, I'll pull back from that. <laughs> that's the way uh, Flint City Church <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying as because we didn't we didn't talk about this yeah, stuff. No, we didn't talk about this stuff. Like God wasn't a part of our life at all. Listen, Santa doesn't come to the hood. No, do we did we ever believe in Santa for real? No, we believed in grandma. I got her bonus, <laughs> dude. I don't think we had a lot of the. I don't think we didn't have. No, we didn't. Our life was very realistic. We did a lot of dreaming though. We played like you know, m- make believe games in the backyard. But we didn't, like Santa wasn't a part of us. Like I remember, Mom told us once, "Believe in Santa, you don't get presents from Santa." So like, we were just like, "Okay, I believe in Santa." Then and Santa's we, the man. Like I didn't believe in him, but I said I did because I wanted presents from him. I didn't believe in tooth fairy. I just like okay, Mom gets money, but yeah, yeah two seventy five. I, I, I just said I did. So our lives were very realistic. Because mm. we lived in the real of world, dude. We had to see the real world every day, out. dude. It just, it just wasn't a part of our thing. So, so yeah. So there's, there's, there's all that. For next month, in honor of our boy, the one and only, the Oliver greatness. Platt, the great Oliver Fox. <laughs> <laughs> he is, though, man. He's Do got we... a new show. He does? Yeah, I think it's Chicago Med. He's on it. He's badass. He's the head of the hospital. He's—I've I've watched it a couple of times just because he's so awesome, dude. There are movies. The I, dude is funny and he can act. He's, he's hilarious. He's so funny. He was so awesome on the Three Musketeers, dude. Listen, next month, here's our options: two of our great filled of plat. We're doing either a time to kill, a courtroom dramatic masterpiece where we—if we talk about that movie. We're getting into our earliest memories Ooh, of racism. <laughs> I got some good ones. Or, Diggstown, just con man McGee, mm. dude. I've had some good cons in my life, dude. I know. I've Mom, been con a few good ones too. My married a con, dude. <laughs> but in in, uh, in his defense, his last name's Con. <laughs> so Diggstown versus a time to kill. So. Did you do uh, Raise Us Right? Yeah, we did, we did it all. You did Everybody Sucks? Everybody Sucks. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, you were rowdy as hell. Oh, dude. flossy. I, I was drinking my Natty daddy, daddy while you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to the podcast on the iTunes podcast, podcast Store or on our newest platform we love the most, Spotify. You dig it the most. People love it on Spotify. Because <laughs> it's easy. If you like the show, leave a review. You can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com, Red Room Thitray, Thitray, and on Twitter at Red Room Thitray. Follow us personally on Facebook at facebook.com slash or facebook.com. Do you know what your, your address is? Is Antonio Marino? Yep. Okay. You can follow the Facebook personally if you yeah, want. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter no more. Yeah, I'm, dude, Twitter's a it's a Twitter's mind a bunch field. of dumbasses. I ain't it's even... too, too crazy. So, as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Room Theater. Yeah. <laughs>